with perfection. He does what is wise. When he does things, there's perfect wisdom in it. When he takes someone, when he brings someone, when he unites people. Like today we'll see, Allah unite this wonderful couple. Allah make them a wonderful couple. Hakim, Allah does everything. He brings people together. One of the highlights of this chapter, Jumu'ah, the fact that it's mentioned in this chapter, there's a lesson. Jumu'ah was established in Medina Manawrah. Keep this in mind. Two great sahaba were the means of this. They were the start. Hazrat As'ad bin Zurara and Hazrat Mus'ab bin Umayr Remember sahaba's names. They established the Jumu'ah prior to our beloved Sallallahu arrival in Medina. It's interesting in this chapter. Muhammad addressed the Jewish community. In Surah Jumu'ah we are learning that we must learn to address and deal with and inspire and guide the communities we live in. In South Africa, we are 97% non-Muslim. How to deal with them? Whose duty is it to share with them? Yes, those who are Yahud. Jews were the, Jew, were the community, the residents of Medina Manawara. Muslims are being taught how to deal with them, how to bring them to Islam, how to deal with situations with them. That's why Surah Baqarah, is predominantly in such community. We come into the other point, Surah Ali Imran. I see this lot of Imran. Even this morning I met a brother by the name of Imran. Somewhere where I was. And I asked him, do you know Imran? Can you imagine he doesn't know who is Imran? Even if your name is not Imran, we're supposed to know who is Imran. The point I want to come to here is, Oh, tell them, oh my This is This is mentioned in Jumu'ah. That's why the next discussion is run to Allah. Run to Allah. Next chapter. The last discussion in chapter 16. O people of Iman, Don't let your wealth nor your children avert you from your objective in life, which is Allah, Allah's dhikr, Allah's deen, Allah's what we learn from. Sometimes our own families can take us away from Allah. We are supposed to be bringing them to Allah. Not, let, not letting anybody take us away from Allah. Culminate this part of our discussion. Allah says, give to Allah. وَأَنْفِقُوا Spend. Allah doesn't say spend what is yours. Allah says spend of what I gave you. وَأَنْفِقُوا مِمَّا رَزَقْنَاكُمْ I gave it to you. Allah gave us. His mercy he wants us to benefit from it. He wants us to invest it. If we invest it in the world, it's not guaranteed. Like we hear in Surah Al-Fajr, I invested for my life, for my future. Today we make the same statements. Invest for your future. Invest overseas. We might leave this world. Allah, my brother, Allah give him Jannatul Firdaus. 400 staff. How much of wealth? Nothing could come with it. What he did for Allah's deen, where he invited every one of those staff, that is yours. Allah says here in this chapter, well, Fajr, Allah takes qasam by Fajr, Fajr Salah. I wish I invested for my future. Allah says, invest by me, O my banda. You want your wealth? Invest it by me. No one can deserve. No one can, no one can destroy it. No one can burn it. I will invest it for you and preserve it for you. And you will need it most. I will give it to you when you need it most. We say invest for your future. Allah says the same thing, but the real future. This world is Guzarga, we're just passing here. It's a passing phase, we're gonna leave it. We love the beloved of Allah said Sallallahu Deem it your last, it could be our last. Actually, every salah he said, pray it as though it's our last, and we bidding farewell to this world. Here in this chapter 63, imagine Allah says, spend before you die. You will beg Allah. Allah is telling us that you want to come back to the world. To do what? Allah even tells us the man who leaves 
What does he want to come back to do? Ah, send me back. Asaddaq. I will definitely give. This is not confined to wealth. People of wealth, it's very easy to give wealth. It's Allah Akbar. What does the ulama say? Giving our wealth, giving our time for Allah. Giving our honor for Allah. Someone dishonored us. Give that honor for Allah. Forgive him for Allah. What else is to give our honor for Allah? Someone respects you. Utilize that opportunity. Not to capitalize on a lovely deed. Or on some bad, some opportunity. Guide him to Allah. He respects us. We don't want to tell them about Allah because we fear they lose respect for us. Allah, they won't. Give our honor for Allah. And Allah, if you send me back, I'll join the pious. I'll sit with the pious. I'll be in good company. I won't rush away home and run out of the masjid. I'll go to the masjid and I'll join the pious in every form of truth. What does Allah say? Remember these words. Allah says, never will Allah postpone one's life span. His life elapses, it is gone. Remember we've come here before it is too late. Now this is chapter 63. Our beloved وسلم, came into this world in Rabi'ul Awwal. He left this world Rabi'ul Awwal. Exactly. This indication to us that we will go exactly as decreed. You heard in the morning, Salah this morning. This morning, Fajr of the Friday, the Sunnah to leave in the first rak'ah. Allah says, Tell them, O oh my Nabi, Malakul Maut is coming to take you in full in his appropriate time. Allah doesn't even name Malakul Maut, give a name to Malakul Maut. Hadith Sahih doesn't give a name to Malakul Maut. Ibrahim is mentioned, Alayhi Salam, Mikail, Israfi, no name to Malakul Maut. Some reports, Ismail or Israel, some those are tarikhi reports. In actual, in actual fact, He's not even named. What is this to tell us? Everything about death is ambiguous. You and I don't even know if we'll make it home. The first. What should we do before it's too late? Connect. Repent. Change. Something else. Heard it in the surah. So beautifully recited. Surah is this. Come to the verse. The purpose of the Quran is also to warn those. What do they do? They falsely proclaim. Allah has begotten a child. The Quran is to warn them. Surah Maria. Surah Maria. It's an amazing verse in this chapter 9. Allah said, oh my bando. They're swearing Allah in such a way. The skies want to the earth wants to cleave and crack. And the mountains want to collapse. Why? Do these creation of Allah take such effect? From what? They falsely proclaim that Rahman has begotten a child. He's swearing Allah. You and I have not fulfilled our chapter 3 in the Quran. Ali Imran. I don't have much time to share this with you, but I want you to read. A lot of the brothers here will be traveling. Remember, when we travel, our final destination. What dua do we read when we travel? Chapter 43 of the Quran. Surah Zuhan and Allah, you are perfect. This car that I'm driving is not This conveyance that I'm riding on is not perfect. Subhanallah, Allah, you alone are perfect. You made this available to us. I have no control over even this conveyance that you have given me. I have no control. You can take me how you want, when you want. So we are totally reliant on Allah. What's the next verse? We, this is so beautiful in the Arabic language. To our Lord alone. To our Lord alone. He's definitely our return. So we're traveling to some destination in the world, but we're reminded of our final destination, which is our travel of the hour. Allah give us no fear. Remember this. In Surah Ali Imran, Imran was the Nana. 
the grandfather Hazrat Isa Chapter 3, read on from verses 33. On how Allah chose the standard. How Hanna made such an intention. Radiallahu anha. How Hazrat Imran made such an intention. Then Hanna became pregnant with a child. And she vowed this child to Allah. She vowed this child, Allah. And she was a child. But Allah blessed her with a female. And this is also to teach us that like it is the male's responsibility, it is also the responsibility of the female to impart being to other females. You have to share this with your wife. You could be traveling with her. She must greet the woman. You must greet the men. Not other way around. Allah save us. We have to show humanity through our akhlaq, the deen of Allah. But Ali Imran, read the entire, my plan was to actually narrate the entire story to you. I want you to read it yourself. Chapter 3 of the Quran, Surah Ali Imran. Chapter 5. Can you guess in your mind what's the name of the chapter? Ma'idah. The table cloth. Isa salam asked Allah for a supper. Allah sent it down. The world doesn't know this. You and I who know it are keeping it to ourselves. We're not even worried about telling humanity. Chapter 19 of the Quran aimed after Hazrat Maria. Isa salam by his name Isa is mentioned in the Quran Kareem 25. By all his titles 59 times. Hazrat Maryam is mentioned in the Bible 18 times. Whereas in the Quran Kareem, Allah was a master of the Quran Kareem as well as the... If you get a chance, hear his talk where he called it Jesus in Islam. Hear that talk where he explained from the Quran Kareem and as well as Bible. From the shaykh. So saying, we Muslims are practicing and salah in the Bible. I have a book I brought to show you. If you're interested, we'll show you. Written by a, a beautiful book by an alim from Darul Zakaria called Hidden Treasures in the Bible. Try and procure a copy of this and go through the fasting in the Bible, circumcision in the Bible, pork prohibited in the Bible. You can kindly show your non-Muslim friend and associate. Show the world the beauty of Islam. Very important. Many of us justify ourselves that we showed them karat. It does not end there. Allah tells us in the Quran. And when Quran speaks of dawat, it is to non-Muslim. It is also to Muslim. But today we've misunderstood it. We've taken it to Dawat is to Muslims and also to non-Muslims. No. Dawat in the Quran is to non-Muslims. And to Muslims also could also be considered as Dawat. But wherever Quran Karim speaks of the Dawat of Anbiya whether it's Hazrat Nuh salam, 43 times, Hazrat Ibrahim salam, 69 times, Hazrat Musa salam, 136 times. Our Nabi sallallahu is the addressee of the Quran Karim. It's predominantly how they gave Dawat to non-Muslims. And also how they worked on their people. But we've taken out the one responsibility out of the equation. Allah forgive us. He's one of us. It's a wonderful alim recently in our Kandamah Sajjad Sahib. I want to share this Karl Guzari. He was sharing some interesting report. Of some years ago he was traveling. The train. Some friends of train stopped at the station. So happened that there were 25 people that came in. Approximately 25. And when he looked into peace. Whether you want to pronounce Nandu, Sadu. And he some of them are elderly and there's no more seats. So he gets off his bunker and he goes to the senior and he says, you know, sir, with respect he addressed him. Panditji, please, you must take. He says, no son, how can I take your bunker? You, you, you rest. Oh, like my father. And he goes in loving, escorts him to his bunker. You and I are traveling with our family. Preparing something. Why don't we send to our neighbor? Send your wife to the lady. Seize the opportunity to share Islam. The world has been duped concerning Islam. They think bad of Islam because negativity, they have been bombarded with negativity. And you and I are so aloof and we keep it to ourselves. Allah forgive us. We're not even prepared to greet them. Our Nabi wasallam said, greet first. And if they're non-Muslim, you don't have to say salam, but at least be approachable. If we go with our grumpy faces and our grumpy attitudes and vulgarity, then they think, hey, what we heard about Islam is true. How did the world... In our Nabi Sallallahu time and how did Islam reach them? People came into Makkah. Negativities were hurled upon them. 
when they saw the beautiful akhlaq of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the approachability of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and how he was ready to do everything for the non-Muslims too. He was prepared to make two favors for them. Then he gave them down. Justify ourselves. Now we showed the character. Allah's order is tell them, O my Nabi, Hadihi sabili. This is my way, my road. Adu in Allah. I invite mankind to Islam, non-Muslim and Muslim. Allah basira with wisdom and insight. I and every follower of mine. Every Muslim supposed to do da'wah. Every Muslim, whoever embraced Islam in my brother's branches, 12 branches, 10 hardwares and embraced Islam, all that means nothing. I'm just mentioning it to you because you are very prominent people and you are even bigger entrepreneurs. So I'm showing you that he did it, you could do it, you could do it better. Whoever embraced Islam in his branches were picked up on a Tuesday and a Wednesday and brought to his head office. And from his head office, he would leave his work and go into the boardroom sit with the new Muslim, teach them Iman, personally, the one who was brought to him, he would put aside his work, and this is where his barakat came from. Nasab says, when I showed elderly priests akhlaq, I stood making dua for those The next station, Allah made it. In English, they say coincidentally, but remember, you cannot believe that it was a coincidence. Last will. They also came out with us at that time. There, it was Fajr time. We performed our Fajr. It was bitterly cold. It was bitterly cold. Then I told him to arrange. Some of them had refused. So when I went to the senior, he accepted and he reprimanded his others to say, how can you refuse from such blessed people? We'll get blessings to take from such. Then the elderly man took me aside and said, Beta, you know, there's something I want to tell you, but I can't. I said to him, sir, be alone. You must tell me. I says, but I insist. You must be an encouragement. He says, okay, I'll give you the time. He says, what when everyone like you shows kindness, such akhlaq that you show, such akhlaq that you show, when everyone like you, meaning Muslim, when everyone like you, meaning Muslim, shows such character to everyone like me, meaning non-Muslim, not only will everyone come on to kalima, not only will everyone come on to la ilaha illallah, everyone come on to kalima, but Allah's name and la ilaha illallah will emanate from every animate and inanimate object. This is our duty to show the world character. This is Allah's injunction in the Quran. Tell them, my Nabi, this is the Muslim's duty. Never forget my brother's words 20 years ago. 20 years ago, the Darul Ulu Masjid in front of Hazrat Munasima Rahmatullah. And he made this request. He says, our condition is like that person who goes into the ward of the hospital and he sees a patient with fever. And there's another patient with, an, with a heart attack. And all of us are surrounding the patient with a little fever all giving him treatment. Try this, try that. That man got an emergent situation and we neglecting him. We're not even bothered. He says, this is our situation. We've neglected this duty of a Muslim. This work of Rasulullah to go to the non-Muslim and interact with the non-Muslim and kindly show him the beauty of deen. Everything else we prepare to tell him. If they didn't prepare the meal properly, then we prepare to complain. If the resort was not prepared nicely, then we prepare to complain. But to sit that person down a few minutes and explain to him, or that Bowser was filling petrol, five minutes explain to him about Allah, the beauty of Allah, the oneness of Allah, the meaning of the adhan, it will only take two or three minutes. We've neglected the patient with a heart attack. That non-Muslim when he dies and he goes to Jahannam, he'll suffer forever and ever and ever. I see my Ustadi, I'll never forget my brother walking up and down the corridor in tears. And Hazrat Mufti Ibrahim Desai Sahib asked him, Abu Bakr, why do you cry? And imagine the response of a youngster at the age of 15. He said, Mufti Sahib, who's going to guide the non-Muslims who are going to Jahannam forever and ever? And we're not doing nothing. Abu Sahib was so touched, he phoned my grandpa. This is all our duty. Start with your friends, associates, neighbors, colleagues, employers, employees. Take out some on your travel. 
take a few literature and get from us if you get from the Jamia and our friends from the IPC get from them get good literature ask our from Qarisa take it on your travel take a translation of the Quran you made friends with someone but you got a purpose Allah will bless you on your journey Asit increase the ummah. For one, through nikah, alhamdulillah, this nikah we're going to witness, you with your wife, treat her well, increase the ummah to children, like we'll see. But I didn't tell you much about nikah, because you're always hearing about nikah. But I am crying to you about this other duty. Let's increase the ummah through this also. Let's increase the ummah through your marriage with your wife. Allah, increase the muhabbah. Increase the ummah by taking pity in totality. Finish with this ayah. Allah says to our beloved sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O my Nabi, wama arsalna, wama arsalna ka illa rahma lil alameen. O my Nabi, you are a rahma for the entire world in tow. Where is your neighbor, your friend, your colleague, your associate? Any of them are good people, pining, waiting. Somebody to tell them about Allah. And you and I are hoarding it for ourselves. Allah forgive us. Let's make a difference. Now we'll have the nikah. After that, just uh, the groom will sign. The remainder of realities will take place after the Jum'ah prayer. Even greeting the groom and congratulating him, inshallah, will take place in the same area. Voice party, come forward, please. ولا يضر الله شيئا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله سائلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم النكاح من سنتي وقال فمن رغب أن سنتي فليس مني أو كما قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لقى الله وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين